Rookie Designer. My name is Jake from Graphic Precision, and I'm here with Carl from Holy Carp Design. How you doing, Carl? Doing well this week. It's been a little crazy. Uh, a lot of fun projects coming in. How about you? Yeah, same here. It's been a little nuts. Um, a lot of work going on. I think things have picked up quite a bit in February, and uh, which is good because January was a little slow, but I'm okay with that after a crazy holiday. And now we're going into February, or actually we're about almost halfway through February, and uh, things are picking up. I think things will start to continue to pick up, or continue to pick up through this spring. I'll start seeing a little bit more work come in. But uh, what kind of projects are you working on? Uh, I've got two websites, three logos, two brochures, a sign that's going over a um, auto mechanic. And so I've got 10 active projects, which for any freelancer with a full-time job, that's great. Great. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I, I'd have to say I, I'm pretty much in the same boat, but damn, like that's awesome for doing freelance work to have that kind of stuff lined up. Yeah. And yet you still won't make the leap. Not yet. But I, <laughs> yeah, but I understand. I live in Boston. It's definitely not easy. I, and and, and we'll, we'll talk about that in the future about what what it can take to have to make that leap and and whether it's the time to do it. And obviously it's always a personal choice to do it. Um, so I, th I think what we're going to talk about this week is the idea of office space, the not the movie, but when you have a location, whether it's in your home, your apartment, um, out of the house, whether you're in a co-working space, which we'll talk a little bit about what that means. So I thought that'd be a really good topic. So let's start with, like you said, you have a full-time job and then you also do freelance. So kind of explain what your setup is. So my nine to five, um, that is set up in an office. I get to work from home one day a week. It might become more at some point, but that setup is just your standard, you know, two or three monitors doing the regular day-to-day -day job. When I do work from home, I kind of have a flexible schedule so I can set up client meetings on that one day anytime throughout the day. Uh, but when you're working as a freelancer, you gotta make it clear to your clients, it's only fair to them, that, to tell them you got a full-time job and that you're doing their work at nights so over the weekends or whatever. Um, and my home setup is pretty much a laptop. It comes with me everywhere I go. I hook it up to a larger monitor when I need that, the screen space. But I keep the ability to bring a computer with me to show my client the end result in, you know, whether it's print or web. So how about you? All right, well, before we go to the my setup, so you bring your laptop. What type of space do you do that type of meeting? Where, where do you go? Oh, for client meetings, I will typically uh, go to a local coffee shop that I, I actually know the owner. Uh, you know, if you go in any Starbucks, there's always someone with a Mac sitting down with someone else. It's obviously a graphic designer who's trying to make a pitch. I've seen this every time I'm in there. Um, I recommend coffee shops are really great places to uh, meet with a client. It's quiet. It is mostly private and uh it's it's a good environment it can be very creative yeah and i find that a lot of the coffee shops um not to really plug starbucks but 
they're a perfect example and and they've actually changed a little bit locally changed a little bit how they have their setups so that there's bigger tables there's they even have um, higher tables for people to stand at if they want to work and stand but it's interesting that they've kind of changed it knowing that that's how it it goes there and you're right you go in there and there's always somebody having a meeting that that's either a designer or a marketing specialist or or even a regular salesperson um so let's get back to your question when you asked me like what my setup is um as a full-time designer that i own my own business i actually work out of my home and i'm fortunate enough that my home is set up that i have an office space that's a fairly good size that I can actually do a desk. Um, I have part of a stand-up desk, and um, I have a sofa in front of me. So I've got a good amount of space in this room. And the nice thing is it's kind of separate from the rest of my place, and it's kind of something that I like because it gives me that separation. When I'm done at the end of the day, I can walk down the hallway, and I'm in the rest of my place, and I, I get to to sit down watch tv or to make dinner and stuff like that and my office is kind of out of the way it's away from things now i'm about to change that a little bit in the sense of i'm gonna still continue to have my home office but i've set up a, a situation where i'm going to have a I, I guess it's kind of a co-working space it's not co-working in the sense of a lot more people i guess it's more of a co-working space in the sense that i i work on several business journals in our area and the gentleman who owns them i'm very good have a very good relationship with him in a business sense and probably a friendship as well he he has worked out a situation where he has office space in, locally to me about five ten minutes away from me and has offered me a room basically in that office space and so that's why I kind of look at it as co-working space so that that's something I'm going to be working on building up obviously I'm gonna need an additional desk an additional chair um, whether I put my main computer there and use my laptop at home it really depends on how I want to set up my situation if I'm gonna work mostly at home or if I'm gonna work mostly there the thing I like, though, about that is it actually gives me the opportunity to work outside the house a little bit easier than having to go to a, a coffee shop or, or go to a place that has internet. Um, so it's, and the other thing is, coffee shops are great, but sometimes you want a situation that's a little bit quieter so you can concentrate, so you can have a meeting that that is a little bit more one-on-one -on -one without all the hustle and bustle going on. Obviously, that has to do with t also with times that you may go to the coffee shop. You don't want to go at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning when everybody in the entire town is going to get coffee there. You may want to think about when you schedule that. Um, but the big thing for me, and, and it's kind of exciting to have a space where I've got an office, I've got a door, I've got an area that I can have a meeting with a client and kind of almost have like a storefront. So that's something that's really interesting to me because I, I've, I've tried these situations before and sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. I mean, I, I did a, again, almost like a co-working space. And, and when I say co-working, I mean more 
working out a relationship with somebody else and it's only like two or three of us. Um, I had it with a photographer, a web designer, and myself. Unfortunately, that didn't really work out as well as I wanted it to. And then I had a situation where I worked in a sign shop for a while to kind of help that guy out. I was a graphic designer. He was a sign guy. He needed somebody to kind of help him with the graphics end. So he offered me space, and, it, and that kind of gave me a storefront. Um, there are some drawbacks to having a quote-unquote storefront. And, and what I want to bring up is the situation that I was with the sign guy. He had a lot of people that would stop in to talk to him about business. Stop in to say, hey, I have something I want done. That was very distracting for my business because my business doesn't tend to work that way. Was it a great way to meet new clients? Absolutely. Was it good for me to get work done? Absolutely not. So that was a tough situation for me. And yeah, I had a door and I closed it, but that kind of made me seem like I was standoffish to p potential clients that would come in. So it made me realize that I needed to change that situation for myself. Um, one of the things that is nice about where I'm going is it's not really a storefront in the sense of there's a lot of traffic there but it's nice that if a client calls me and says hey I want to talk to you about something I can say hey, yeah I'm in my office why don't you stop in so it's kind of a nice situation that I'm working on setting up for that um, not not to basically take over the entire podcast this time around but what things do you think what, what struggles do you find working from home I think we should talk about that. Working from home um, with a lot of these, uh, when you when you work for a full-time company and you're just working from home, you get disconnected if your whole team's virtual. Um, and that's uh, something you need to address with your team, you know, just keeping, giving FaceTime, having calls with them virtually. Like, you know, the, you need a camera, you need to be able to talk to people and read them. Uh, so when you're working from home, it's you're, you're missing out of that connection. We work with people all over the world, like California, uh, India, and such. So we, we're always trying to stay connected. Uh, there's distractions. When I work from home, you know, I, maybe I want to go and do my laundry because I'm only working from home one day a week. Or I'm cooking a nice lunch. Or it, there's so many other things I want to do. <laughs> it It's like... All right, why am I not working a four-day work week? Working from home, your productivity, for some roles, goes up. For some roles, it goes down. A lot of my, my day job is just waiting for the projects to come in, so I'm not going to sit and stare at a computer all day while I wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I have to agree with you. Like Because my office is at my home, I do run into a lot of those distractions, but I think the thing, and this is all personality, me personally, I tend to work too many hours because what happens is I get up, I get ready for the day, I get my coffee, I sit down, might be eight, might be nine o'clock in the morning, and I work for a while. And then next thing I know, it's nine, ten o'clock at night. And, and this is particularly true when I'm working in a an environment that's a production environment, say I'm doing a layout for a business journal or doing a layout for a magazine or something like that, and I get into this routine and I get into a grind, and next thing I know it's 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and 
that that's not good and that's kind of what I'm looking forward to too having the office outside of my home to say okay I'm going to go there from eight o'clock to six o'clock and I'm going to come home and, and yeah I might do a little bit of work but more importantly I'll say okay that's the time I want to do side projects but at the same time I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there aren't days where I'm like okay I, I worked from eight o'clock to noon I'm going to take a couple of hours off, make a nice lunch, like you said, do my laundry, do things like that, and then, yeah, I might go back to work. So there is that nice freedom as well, but you're right, it's very distracting, it's very easy to be distracted by it, and I think that's something you have to be careful of when you have a home office. What you're talking about being disconnected, absolutely. It's one of the reasons that BNI is so important to me because that gives me somewhere to be every Thursday morning so that I'm around other business people. It's important to have those connections and make make an effort to do that, to do that networking, to do that socializing, especially on a business capacity because that's good for you to not feel isolated. Right. And I think going Go ahead, good. I'm sorry I missed that. So go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, it's all about work-life balance. When you work for a full-time job, you know, the standard week is 40 hours a week. Now, if you're working from home and you do have heavy deadlines, you got to know when to hang it up for the day. A lot of um, millennials are looking for a flexible schedule to, to work when it's appropriate for them. So if they want to work night hours because they're a night owl, they can do that when they're at home. Um, so work-life balance is huge when, when you're just a virtual contributor. Um, and that's one of the challenges people need to manage as well as their managers also. Well, going back to what you're talking about being a virtual worker, what type of tools do you think are important in that environment? You obviously need a very good software base to communicate with each other. You need some sort of way to collaborate and track projects, track edits and changes if you're in a creative field. You gotta track calendars so that you can, um, Outlook calendars are a great way to keep a public calendar within a closed work group. Um, you need to have mechanisms and processes to also have feedback throughout the whole process of working with your uh, with your co-workers so you know that handoffs are happening smoothly and that things are being followed through okay yeah I, I agree with you and, and that, that can be used for any if someone's at a team or somebody's trying to collaborate with clients there's a lot of tools out there to be able to do that as well um, I, I think what I want to talk to you talk about next is a co-working space um this like i said it's kind of what i feel i have with the situation i'm going into but there's a bigger movement especially in some bigger cities of co-working space being an office that is basically empty to start and then somebody who's a freelance writer a freelance designer a salesperson um, a web designer 
whether they own their own business or they're in a situation like you where they work one day a week outside of the office, they may utilize a co-working space. And what I mean by co-working space is somebody will set up an office that's got a bunch of different cubicles, a bunch of different rooms, and you can go in and rent a space for an hour, for a day, for a monthly fee. And then you have an office that essentially you share with other people. Um, not to give a really shameless plug, but there is a particular one that I've used called Saratoga Coworks here locally that it's really interesting because they're a interior, how do I put this? They're a business interior decorator. I guess it's not really a decorator as much as um, desks, chairs, conference tables, things like that. So they, they sell that type of stuff to businesses. So in some ways, they utilize their co-working space as a showroom for their stuff that they have. And I've used it, and it's great because they have a very open layout. They've got a bunch of desks set up and a couple high desks. They've got a couple regular desks. And then they've got a conference room that's small. Probably three to four people can fit in there. You've got double doors that you can close if you're having a meeting. Best part is they've got TVs there with Apple TVs to be able to stream whatever you're working on on your laptop to show a client, whether it's a logo design, whether it's a web layout, um, anything like that, a package layout, things like that, right up on the TV in the conference room. And then they have a bigger conference room or learning center, I guess is the way I should put it, where they've got, I think, four rows of chairs of about 10, 15 chairs. And that's more of like a teaching environment, which is really cool because that allows people to do a seminar or, or do a sales pitch to a team. And so it, it, they've got all of this different stuff. So it's not just you come in and work and that's it. You've got these other tools that you can use as part of what you pay as a fee. And you can use a conference room. You can use a – and I think they have a smart board in there as well to be able to use that. So it's it's really cool how Saratoga Coworks has this space where – they're about a half hour away from me. I've got a lot of clients in the Saratoga area where I can say I want a professional environment that I can meet with somebody and I don't have an office in Saratoga. So now I can rent an office or a space, I guess, there as part of the co-working and meet with a client. And I've done it several times. I've done it with one of my biggest printers where they're in Albany, New York, which is about 45 minutes from me and they're about 20 minutes from Saratoga and I can meet them in between in Saratoga with a client of mine to say hey you know this is my printer this is the ideas we have to do a project and get both teams together in the same room in a space that I rent for a little while um there there are the other thing about a co-working space that's kind of cool is that you, it's a kind of networking situation too where it's neat because at Saratoga Coworks, they actually have clipboards that have a photo of you and they t basically a, a statement, this is what my business is and this is what I do. And you can actually leave a note if you're interested in meeting somebody on that clipboard and say, hey, I'm going to be here Wednesday at 3 o'clock. be really interested in talking to you about what your business is. So it's kind of a neat um, 
networking situation as well. Um, have you ever used a co-working space? Do you know of co-working spaces in your area? Sure. In Boston, we have WeWork, which my younger brother actually works out of. Um, oh, okay. You can actually rent out an office, an enclosed room that's you know has door locks and all that, on a for a monthly fee. So his boss, you know, rents a space for two desks on a monthly basis, and uh, my brother just works out of there. There's no true address for this business, um, and they all—they have a lot of perks. They have beer on tap. They have snacks available. They have uh, social uh, engagements throughout the month just to get a sense of community in that workout space or that, that workspace. Um, we're actually trying to change the model of our business in my full-time job to become a more co-working space. We already share the space with um, another learning development company that kind of is a spin-off of ours, but we want to invite vid videographers, um, other uh, learning developers to kind of share that uh, environment we have rooms that have whiteboard walls the whole walls painted in whiteboard material um, we have a learning lab we have a teaching space all of this would be beneficial to any other company that wants to come and share that space well i think that's brilliant in the sense of not only do you offer or do your the company you work for offer that space but it allows them to attract people to know more about that business but also the business to get to know these people to say hey you know maybe i need video done and i've got this person that comes in and uses the co-working space maybe that's somebody that could work with us on a project so it's it's a smart thing for a business to kind of open up their doors and do that the same way with saratoga co-works it's smart for them to say Hey, you know, come and use our co-working space. Oh, by the way, that conference table you just used is available when your business grows and you decide to have an office. Or they can, like they do a lot of work with like hospitals and stuff like that. They can bring the hospital in and show them this space and say, hey, check this out. This is what you could have. So it's, it's a smart thing to do. And I'd like to see a really nice co-working space in the area that, I live because I think there's definitely a market for it. I mean, the number of people that I see in the local coffee shops that probably would like a maybe more private environment to work a quieter environment. Um, but like I said, I, I'm fortunate that I'm going to be going into a co-working space that's a limited co-working space where there's only a few of us. Um, right now, it's going to be the owner of the business journals, myself, and a photographer that actually works with the business journal. So even that's really good because it allows us to kind of work together, and yet we all have our other projects that we work on. Like I have other design projects, photographer does his other projects, and then the the business journal person has to do sales and billing and, and deal with writers and stuff like that. So we all have our separate stuff that we do, but yet we're going to be in the same office to really allow us to focus on that one project we do together. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm interested to see how that might help my business in some ways. Um, it, it's, it is interesting to figure out what works for you. We all have different personalities. We all have different drive, different, um, 
dedication to things. Some people don't work well at home. They don't work well in that environment. So they're better off going and working in an environment outside of their home. There's some people that thrive in their home. But I, my whole thing with at home is try to keep it separate. Try, try to remember that business is business and person. You do have to have that work-life balance. Um, and I'm sure it's interesting for you working at home one day a week to, to have that work balance to say, okay, I go to the office these days and then I work from home these days. So I, I think it, it must be interesting to have that environment. And I think it'll be fun to come back to this once my office is set up so that I can discuss how am I dealing with how many days a week am I working at home? How many days a week am I working at the office? Am I still using a co-working space in Saratoga? Or am I inviting my clients to meet me in Glens Falls now and, and see my office space? So it's, it's definitely something that I think is really interesting. Now, you guys out there, I'd be really interested to hear what are you guys doing for offices is it in your home is it i use coffee shops all the time and that's where i work or is it i have office space i use a co-working space uh, i mean let us know what you guys are doing uh, leave us comments talk about it um on facebook leave us comments on the posts that we put up for the podcast um send us emails feel free to do that as well you can send it to info at rookie designer you can contact us through our website um also, let us know through Twitter at, at Rookie Designer. So we'd really be interested to hear what you guys have for your setup. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we kind of move on from that? No, I think that it's, it's great. I'd love to hear a list of what people think they need for their initial setup to work in such a place. Um, you know, there may be tools of the trade that help, help you do your work and do it better and do it faster. That actually is a good idea. Maybe we'll cover that next time because I'm actually in the process of going, okay, I've set this place up. Now I've got to kind of set up another office, but I want it to be a little different because, for example, on my desk, I have two monitors that block everything in front of me. Well, if I set up a desk that I want to be able to meet with a client, I don't really want screens that are going to be between me and the client I want to set up a situation where they might need to be off to the side a little bit and have an open space in front of me that I could have chairs so yeah that's a good idea maybe we'll we'll cover that next time or, or very soon once I start figuring out what I'm doing to get my stuff set up um okay it, we, we've kind of gone back and forth with where we go with our our next setup whether it's what are we listening to? What are we reading? What are we, what are we interested in going on in the, the tech world? Um, do you have a tech pick? Like, give us something interesting that's going on with you. Um, I've been working in the Inkling platform, but I may have mentioned that before. It's an ebook platform. It's virtual learning. It you can add video, audio. It's it's a nice place to learn. Uh, so designing for that has been interesting. Um, well, actually, what what project, and, and maybe you don't want to talk about it, maybe you do, but what project did you just complete recently that, if you want, you could tell people about um, your book project? Oh, yes, a absolutely. Uh, we have just launched um, Thunder Cla 
Thunder Classic Role Playing. Um, it will be available on DriveThruRPG. It's going to be a free download because we are in our public beta version. Um, my friend Doug Poirier has poured his heart and soul into developing his own role playing system. Uh, we've gone through creating the actual you know layout for the book. We're going to have the free downloadable PDF. We're going to be pod printing and then we're we're launching this so that people can give us feedback so that we can make a system that we'll all enjoy. Um, that's been a labor of love and it's been a great project so I look forward to sharing the link with you guys. That's cool. Yeah, we'll definitely put that information in the, the show notes. I mean, I think that's awesome and congratulations on getting that off the ground and I, I look forward to hearing what other feedback comes back to you guys and what, what happens with that going forward because as somebody who is gamed as well, I know that it is not easy to come up with a, a an entire system t- and put that together. And, and not to mention, as a book publication, it's not easy to put that together. And I know what that's like, being having done magazines and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Well, I, I think the thing that I actually want to share was I was very disappointed to hear that Ready Player One movie is being delayed because of Star Wars. And I don't know if you heard about this, but I, I'm about three quarters of the way through the book. I I'm, it, I love the book. I think the book's awesome. It, it is a little scary in some ways how well it predicted some stuff. Um, and I laugh because there's actually a desk, and I, and I wish I could remember what it is. It keeps showing up on Facebook, and it, it is... Not to really, it won't really spoil anything, but the desk that the individual sits in when he has his own setup to go into the virtual reality world, it's almost like they took that straight out of Ready Player One. And and I'll have to see if I can find a link for that. But every time I see that on Facebook, I'm like, that looks exactly like what he talks about because he lays back, the screens are right in front of him. So I, I laugh about that. But yeah, I was disappointed to hear that. I, they delayed the movie because they don't want to come out the exact same time that Star Wars does. Can you blame them? No. But at the same time, it kind of sucks because I was really looking forward to this movie coming out. So it sounds like it's going to be delayed probably about another six months to a year. And it's supposed to come out in 2018 instead of 2017. So kind of disappointed about that. But if you haven't read Ready Player One... It is a great book. It's a fairly easy read. It's fun, and, and I really enjoy it. And believe me, to get me to sit down and actually read a book for a long period of time is tough. I'm very much a content ab- absorption type of person when it comes to video, audio, short-form writing. So for me to actually read a book means it's it's got to be a decent book. So that that's kind of where I am right now with something outside of what I do. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for Ready Player One. I'll put a link in to the article talking about how Spielberg decided to kind of delay because of Star Wars. So uh, is there anything else you want to uh, share with people before we get going? Um, I've got an exciting opportunity similar to the one that you did with the Dog Walkers Association. I'm going to be presenting ah. to some of the local uh, physical therapists, uh chiropractors and all that an organization of professionals in april so i kind of want to pick your brain on uh presenting to a large group 
what to consider and uh, how to work on that delivery. So might be a topic awesome. for another. Yeah, awesome. We'll definitely talk on that. I mean, that, that's a great opportunity. I'm glad to hear you're taking advantage of that because it could be a little scary talking in public in front of a bunch of people, but I'll be honest with you, the naked thing works. I'm telling you. <laughs> By the way, that's also via BNI. Ah, ah, yes. Well, yeah, BNI definitely helps you with it. So, yeah. Um, well, you guys can find us online at rookiedesigner.com. You can find almost all of our podcasts on iTunes. Um, any of your podcatchers are going to basically have it there. Um, we're still working on video. We're trying to figure this out. Um I'm hoping that we'll be able to do a little bit more with that. So you can find us on Facebook at Rookie Designer. You can find us on Twitter at Rookie Designer. Um, you can find me at graphicprecision.com. I'm still working on getting that site updated. Um, find me on Facebook at Rookie Designer. You can find me on Snapchat at jake.vn. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jakevaness. Where can they find you? Uh, HolyCarpDesign.com, uh, HolyCarpDesign on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and I actually downloaded Snapchat, and I'm beginning to poke around, so I'll report back on that later. Awesome, awesome. Glad I'm sucking you into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing is, if you like what you hear please leave us a review on iTunes. That helps a lot. It helps people find out about us. Um, the other thing is, if you don't, if you're not following us on Facebook, please do. Um, that's where we actually probably post most of our content. So that's definitely the place to find us. And remember, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star. Mm-hmm.